bless you, my blessed, beautiful sisters and brothers in Christ. How are you today? This is your sister, Heavenly, and I am so blessed to be here with you guys another beautiful day. And I thank God for your families and your friends and neighbors and anyone who's close and dear to you. Today is March the 4th, Thursday at 8.02 a.m. Eastern Time. And if you are a sister and brother here for the first time listening, I give you the biggest, warmest welcome ever. God bless you. How are you? I am so happy that the Lord has led you to be here today listening for a beautiful, blessed lesson that will change your life forevermore. I am honored to be your sister in Christ, and I welcome you as my sisters and brothers in Christ. And how do I do that virtually along with your other sisters and brothers who have been already listening? We wrap ourselves around ourselves. And that is how we give the loving, warming hug in a virtual, spiritual way that God has allowed us to come together to be as a family and how God will allow us to love one another. Isn't God good? I thank God and I welcome you and you have sisters and brothers who are welcoming you as well in the name of Jesus. This is a place where your life will change constantly. This is a place where the Lord himself has ordained. Welcome to the Waterfront Spiritual Altar Podcast that the Lord has ordained for us to come together to be a part of the Christ family. So I just honor the Lord and I thank him for your blessed souls. And I just thank God for your uplifting today. We are here to be uplifted together as a family, growing together as a family, as one for the body of Christ. So I am honored to be here in the name of Jesus, of course. And I'm honored that the Lord has allowed me to lead in the name of Jesus. How you allow God to use you, he will use you in such a mighty way. Your life will never go back being the same. And God will continue to keep on using you, of course, for the most blessed and powerful, amazing, gifted way that he has ordained for you to be in the name of Jesus. So I just thank you, Lord, for my sisters and brothers in Christ. Ah! (laughs) I'm excited because, you know, the Lord has such a blessed lesson for us every time. I'm happy I've been gone for a little bit, but here I am. It wasn't too long, maybe about a week long. But I just thank God for the revelation, the refreshing, and the renewing of my mind as he's going to give you the refreshing and renewing of your mind that you so much need in your life today. We need a refreshing constantly. We need a renewing every day. So I just want to welcome all my sisters and brothers in Christ. Woo! Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah for my Christ family. Yes, I'm always excited like this for Jesus. Yes, I am. Yes, 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 Lord. It is about you every day, God. And we come together as we prepare for prayer. Let our minds and heart be open. And I just thank God for everyone who has been lifted up in prayer. I thank God for everyone who he has been really touching. Everybody up here has been getting the Lord's touch. Whether you know it or not, the Lord has been keeping you. He has been actually sustaining you in the name of Jesus. He has led you here. And by your listening, that means the Lord was definitely with you and on your side through your heartaches, through your pains, through the things you're battling with today, the things that challenge you the most in your life. The Lord is right here. He never, ever leaves us when we think he's gone. He said in his word, he would never forsake us. So we got to believe We got to know that we know that we know, and we got to get into the know if we don't know. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. All right, y'all. Let's go and bow our heads before the Lord. Heavenly Father, we come together as a family thanking you for this blessed new day, God. We thank you in the name of Jesus that we're wrapped up in your holy blood. Fill us up with your spirit, oh God. Help our mind, oh God, to get in a heavenly place and a blessed place right now, oh God. We're here to give you glory and honor and praise, oh Lord, because this is your day. You specially made it, and it's wonderfully made, oh God. We are going to rejoice in this day. We're going to be glad to rejoice in this day, oh God, because you didn't have to wake us up today. But Lord, you woke us up, oh God, with a praying heart in the name of Jesus that you have given us, oh God. Whether we pray or not, we thank you, oh God. 
for not allowing circumstances to get in our way that led us up here today. So, Father God, fill us up in the name of Jesus. Touch those, oh God, who need your touch right now. Anoint the top of our heads to the sole of our feet, God. Bless their families, oh God. Help them in their time of needs, Lord. Help them through the struggle in the name of Jesus, God. We thank you for putting a word in our heart today. Oh, Father God, let us stand on your word today. Let us find hope and encouragement on the lesson you teach in today. I give you honor, glory, and praise in Jesus' merciful name. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Glory be to you, oh God. In the name of Jesus, I thank God for that awesome prayer. I thank him for his new mercies today. Every day we get a new mercy from the Lord. And I thank God that he has his hands on us today in our life. And I just ask the Lord to continue to anoint the top of our heads to the sole of our feet. We need his anointing every second we are in our life. We need it every second we breathe. And we need it because times can be really hard. Life is changing on us. Things are happening in the world. We need our Savior. People need a Savior. The Lord is our Savior. And people don't know who Lord is. So I thank him for making a place such as this that is an outreach for those who are looking and crying out for a better way, new hope. Getting through grief is not easy for so many of us. It's hard and it's just not easy to get through life sometimes as people make it seem. Sometimes people can dress life up and make it look like it's so sweet. But it's not always what it looks like it is. But we know if we follow Christ, we're going to be more than okay. We're going to get through it. We're going to get over it. And some things we may never forget. And that is okay. In the name of Jesus. So I just thank God for the things that we are going to be able to do in him. In the name of Jesus, I thank God that he is building a kingdom impact in our souls and hearts. And I thank God that he takes us as we are. And he fixes us and he changes us and he helps us to grow into the things of living in the life of Christ that it is to be. Amen. So we're going to open up with an opening scripture and we're blessed whatever the Lord decides to teach us on today. So the Lord, we're going to open up with the scripture Psalms 41. And if you do not have a Bible, it is okay, my sisters and brothers in Christ. We all didn't always have a Bible. Some did, but... I did not always have a Bible, but you can purchase one or you can leave your address and you can download the Anchors app and leave your P.O. box or address where you would need a Bible to be sent to your home address or your P.O. box. However it is, you ask God first, of course, in anything you do, Lord, is it okay to put my um, address up, you know, yeah, wait, is it okay to put my address? I'm sorry, I was daydreaming for a second. Forgive me, please. But ask God, is it okay for you to leave your address in your P.O. box? I'm just trying to make sure none of my sisters and brothers are left behind. I can't have no use for your address. I will just send you some love. If anything, you will receive lots of love and not in a disrespectful way. God given love. Let's make it clear God given love, not the type of love that's coming to tear your home apart. No heavenly no god knows but yes my sisters and brothers in christ the lord knows we need our word and we have to be filled with the word of god every day in our life so the lord knows that we have to study the word learn the word become doer of the word yes so we have to become doers of his holy word to be living in the life with christ we have to be able to separate ourselves from our own life and that's amazing because that's what the lord is going to speak to us about in the name of Jesus today. So I thank God for every word. Let's begin. But for now, my sisters and brothers in Christ, you don't have your word. You can listen to it. You can get your notebooks out to write notes. So when you get your own Bible, um, you can just study with God and walk through the lessons with God because we only get an hour up here. Boy, if we got four hours. Do you know what we would do together in four hours to spend together? Some people said that would be too long. I got to come back. No, four hours for me would be fine. Four hours and beyond. Talking about the word of the Lord. Oh my goodness. I can go on all day. And I'm pretty sure those who are in Christ know they can do the same thing. 
So when you are living a life for God, that is your life. Amen. That is your life. So I just love the Lord and it's pushing the year that the Lord has ordained for this um, altar podcast in the name of Jesus. And I thank God. So on the 9th, it will be one year. And on that date, in the name of Jesus, God willing, I'm here to see that blessed day. We're going to lift the Lord and we're going to, you know, it's going to be special. I'm going to talk about it today, but you'll see when you listen to it in the name of Jesus. Okay. So you can also download the Bible's app on your phone as well. So today we are going to be going through scriptures. We're going to be going through some um, understanding of some of the scriptures and we won't have time to run through all of the scripture. But the good thing is that you will be able to have some of these scriptures and you'll be able to go and study and spend time with the Lord. So I just thank God for the time he gives us to be able to get understanding, his understanding that surpasses all understanding that we cannot possibly ever understand. So we thank God for his understanding. Okay, I'm going to be, <clears throat> excuse me. I'm going to be in Psalms 41 and I must say you all look amazing. You are great. You are beautiful. We are kings and queens in Christ. You are awesome. You are gifted. You are talented. You have what it takes to be in a Christ family because you are God's child. You are God's child. We are all God's child. So it just takes for you being a child of God to be in the Christ family. It doesn't cost you a thing. No. But ministries, when you're doing ministries in the name of Jesus, yeah, you have to put forth and plant seeds for ministries to grow. It does take, it does take um, on some levels of ministries that people are running. It does take support, love, and help financially to come together and build in the kingdom of Christ. Because, you know, travels and people travel to do different things in the body of Christ. So those things takes money. So you got to learn how to get in a place that the Lord is going to talk to us about giving. Learning how to give. I know. <coughs> Excuse me. Learning how to give is key in the body of Christ. So the Lord at his time will definitely teach us more about learning how to really give from your pure heart, not from your carnal heart. Okay, so we're starting with Psalms 41. This is just a reminder of a prayer to God's mercy when feeling sick or abounded. We don't know who's feeling sick or abandoned. I mean, not abounded, uh, abandoned. I'm sorry. Yes, so we have a lot of people around the world who's feeling sick and abandoned. And this prayer is for everybody, literally. If you are not feeling sick and abandoned, this is for you to remember if you ever feel abandoned. Because we all can get in that place where we feel alone and we feel lonely, we feel abandoned, like nobody loves us no more. And we can get sick. We never know. We don't claim sickness. I refuse to accept sickness in my life and my family. I refuse to accept that. So, you know, it's okay not to claim. But what do you do in a time like this? What do you do? You turn to the word of God and allow the prayer and the word to bless your heart to help you get that perspective you need in the name of Jesus. So Psalms 41 verse 1 says, Blessed is he that considereth the poor. The Lord will deliver him in time of trouble. Verse 2, The Lord will preserve him and keep him alive and he shall be blessed upon the earth. And thou will not deliver him until the will of his enemies. Verse 3, the Lord will strengthen him upon the bed of languishing. Thou will make all his bed in his sickness. Verse 4, I said, Lord, be merciful unto me. Heal my soul, for I have sinned against thee. Verse 5, my enemies speak evil of me. When shall he die and his name perish? Verse 6, and if he come to see me, he speaketh vanity. His heart gathereth, gathereth iniquity to itself. When he goeth abroad, he telleth it. Verse 7. All that hate me whisper together against me. Against me do they devise my hurt. Verse 8. An evil disease, say they, cleaveth fast unto him. And now that he lieth, he shall rise up no more. Verse 9. Yeah, my own familiar friend... In whom I trusted, which did eat of my bread, 
have lifted up his heel against me. Verse 10. But thou, O Lord, be merciful unto me, and raise me up, that I may requite them. Verse 11. By this I know that thou favorest me, because my enemy doth not trumpet over me. Verse 12. As for me, thou upholdest me in my integrity, and settest me before thy face forever. Uh-oh. That was verse 12. Okay. Verse 13. Blessed be the Lord God of Israel from everlasting and to everlasting. Amen. Amen. Okay. So let's go back. Just in case I didn't mention it. Oh, yeah. I did. 13. Okay. So what the Lord clearly says here. The Bible often speaks of God's care for the poor and his blessing on those who share this concern. God does not want to God does not want the poor to suffer. God wants our generous generosity to reflect his own free giving. As he has blessed us, we should bless others. That's what it means. Remember, when somebody is going through something and they're in need of care and you're in a position to help care for them, you are to care as God would have you to care. Remember God's eternal love and care for us and how we should trust him even in the day-to-day experience of life. Remember, so you have to be able to do and show the example that God has shown us. God, you know, just like Jesus eventually knew somebody was going to betray them at the table. He knew it. Um, I think it was Peter, but he still was there for them no matter what. So we got to learn that when people are going through sickness and we got to learn that when people are down and out, we got to find a way to lift them up as a sister or brother in Christ. So we got to remind them that, you know, um, that God is still with us and God remains at our side no matter what. So when we're sick or when everyone deserts us, God reminds us that he's at our side. Amen. Thank you, Father, for that blessed opening. Next, we have a passage, and it says, starting with Psalms 34, verse 45, we'll start with the scripture first. It says, I sought the Lord, and he heard me, and delivered me from all my fears. They looked unto him, and were lightened, and their faces were, were not ashamed. Amen. So, we know when we go to the Lord he will deliver us from many of things and all things not just many of things but we know that when we can go to God that we'll be lightened and we'll be free in the name of Jesus that's what I received through that scripture amen because sometimes if I receive something I'll speak it out sometimes I read it and you know what you have to go back if you didn't quite understand it sometimes somebody can break it down this way that way but sometimes I don't always get it you might not got it but the Lord will represent it the best way he can give us to understand it how he has us to understand it and how it applies to us and how it can help us in the name of Jesus we know the word can always do many of things so we know the word is good and it says the world can be a scary place heavenly father with global warning, disease, and economic uncertainty, there's not much we can count on anymore. Except you, fill me with faith, help me trust you for true security, let my life radiate with confidence in your love and power. Next, amen, hallelujah for that, thank you Lord. Next we have Psalms 10, verse 17 through 18. Lord, thou hast heard the desire of the humble. Thou will prepare their heart. Thou will cause thy ear to hear, to judge the fatherless and the oppressed, that the man of the earth may no more oppress. Amen. So we thank God for that. And we have two more. We thank God for this uplifting he gives us as he prepares us to receive the heavenly word that he has in store for us. 
And this is coming from Psalms 27, verse 1, and it says, The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? Amen. The Lord is our light and he's our salvation. Whom should we be afraid of when he's our light? And we see a light, we know that we can follow his light and we're going to be more than okay. We're going to be good. And um, it says, the psalm asks a radical question. Lord, but I will answer it anyway. No one, I need fear no one with you leading the way in my life. Search my heart, Lord. Help me to not compromise my faith in any way. As you go before me, help me stand strong in the light of your salvation and not give an inch of a ground to fear. Amen. Isn't that what we want the Lord to do? Yes. Next, we have Psalm 6, verse 2. Seems like everything's coming from Psalms today. Amen. Can't complain. Have mercy upon me, O Lord, for I am weak. Oh, Lord, heal me for my bones are vexed. Amen. So we ask the Lord to have mercy on us every day because we want him to be merciful on us, especially some of us. You know, we all, not just some, we have done so many things in our lives. Some people may never experience the same thing, but we want God to be merciful and forgiving to us in the name of Jesus. And we just know we are not strong without him. We are very weak. So it says under the scripture, climate breakdown has been over the news in recent years, Supreme Lord, and I admit it affects me too. I find myself worrying about this world, but I'm especially anxious about the well-being of my loved ones. It's not just our ecosystem, oh, ecos- yeah, ecosystem breakdown, Lord, but healthcare and equality is it? Oh, and equality. Sorry. And that what's ahead for us? What will the future bring? Grace, healing, your love and touch. Thank you, Lord, for the security. No, thank you, Lord, for the surety of your active presence. Amen. Yes, we know the future in Christ brings his grace and his healing and his love and touch. We're not certain what the world is going to give us next, but we are certain that if we're in the body of Christ, that we will receive God's grace, his healing, his love and touch. I love that. So we are finishing with the passages. Isn't that so good? So now we're going to get into the lesson. And today's lesson is based on, are you living life with God or without God? Is God in your heart or is he out of your heart? And these are some of the scriptures that the Lord is going to give us to be able to go over, to evaluate ourselves, to find out if we're living with God or without God. If we're living with God, that means because God is in our hearts and we are allowing God to live in our bodies. So that means we begin to live with God because without God, we have no life. We have no way of living without him. So we have to ask, are we living with him or without God? Because if we're living without God, we're extreme danger. We are not going to have much of a life without God. We may look like it. It may look fun how you see celebrities and how you may see Hollywood. But trust me, behind the scenes, it is not the way it looks. It's all dressed up in disguise to make you think it looks good, to make you think there's no problem. But we all know that there's a lot of problems in Hollywood going on for a long and many of years Their life is always in the news. God's way of people, um, God's life is right here in the Bible. How we can understand the word of God because the Bible is the word of God and God is his word. And the Bible is your life when you become a Christian, when you become walking in the body of Christ. The Bible is your life. Amen. So it is written already. That means anything that you have done. It won't be all over the public eye. Your sins are forgiven. God will not have your poster posted and talk about your past history. No one has to know. So 
think about it. In Hollywood, everybody knows what's going on about other people's business. But see, when it's you and God, God will not run your business. He will give you a clean slate. And when you're doing business for God, when you're living for God, he will openly reward you and your life will shine so brightly and richly in him. So today the Lord's gonna I'm gonna evaluate ourselves and we're gonna do it through scriptures today. And um, you know, some of us ask, how do we live a godly life? Well, the Lord had talked about it August 30th, 2020, in episode 69. And it was on living a life of holiness. And that is the same thing as how do we live a godly life? Well, it talks to you, it talks to you, it talks to us about it in episode 69. So whenever you get a chance and you don't know, go back to that one. Today is more about are you living with or without God? So here are some scriptures that God is gonna take us through, and it's gonna tell us what the Bible tells us on how we are living with God and how we're not living with God. Meaning if you are living a godly life, you are going to follow the word of God. You're going to be able to recognize where you're at. And you're going to even say, no, I'm not doing that. I need to fix that. So today is the day to evaluate if you're living with God or you're living without God. No, it's just like the gang members. When they decide to become a gang member, it's what you choose and what you follow. Right, my sisters and brothers in Christ? Exactly. So if you choose to be a gang member, you're going to follow codes and there are certain rules you don't break. Else there are consequences for that type of lifestyle, right? So those are negative consequences and those are bad things that people are doing when they're in the gang. There's nothing good about living in gangs as a gangster. There's nothing never good about that. But the difference between that and living life for Christ is that God will protect you. The gang can't protect you. They cannot save your soul. Their soul is doomed for condemnation themselves. Unless they crying out for the Lord to help them get out of the gang. We're not judging gang members. We're just saying the difference between having a life in a gang as a gang member. They're going to follow their rules and if they break them, there's heavy consequences to pray, um, pay or whatever. And so, you know, they go by codes. You can't break codes. Well, with Christ, you got to be obedient and you got to follow him if you say that you belong to him because he would never be able to recognize you because he, like, you're someone I never knew. You wasn't following me that time when you had on earth before you departed from the world. You didn't give your life to me. So, you know, we can be living a good lifestyle as we do you can be successful a business entrepreneur but is the god is in your life is he in any of that besides you going out there being your own businessman or your businesswoman where do god fit in your life is he even in your life is he the head of your life that's helping you pursue your business without lying and without scheming so today is about this are you living with god or are you living without god so today, as we go into the scriptures, God is going to help us to get the understanding of what we're doing in our daily life. What are you doing every day in your life? What time are you making for the Lord? This is how you know when you're living your life with God and when you're living without God. When you're living without God, you barely pray. You barely talk to God. You're always too busy for God. You don't mean you don't love God, but... God wants to see your actions. He wants to see your true divine heart. And if your heart is truly living with the Lord, your life is going to show that. But if your life is not showing the reflection of God in you, then God is saying like, okay, you got all this going on, but what is it that you're doing to represent the body of Christ now? You got your business, you're doing this, you're doing that, but where in your life do I appear where in your life am I living in you so we got to evaluate ourselves today my sisters and brothers in Christ to make sure that we're in those places so you can take notes and go through this later because we have like 30 minutes left so we won't have as much time but I'm going to walk through some of the scriptures so we can do this together as a family so first we're going to go to Matthew chapter 6 verse 33 
think that's a good start point. Okay. Matthew chapter 6, verse 33. I am getting it. Thank you for your patience. Okay. Matthew 6, um, verse 33 says, hey, um, it says, But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things should be added unto you. That means when you seek God first, all your dreams and success and everything you want to do, it will come after these things when you seek in the Lord. He will give you your heart desires, but it starts with him first. If you're doing things without the Lord, you're not going to get far. It may appear that you've gotten rich, but will your soul be far and eternal with God? Is your soul, it's your soul that matters. Will you go from here? Because you can be rich for years on this earth and be empty without God. So you have to make sure that your life is with God and not without God. So today is the day for you to evaluate that and make some changes that is necessary to make. And if you are in that place and you're steady growing and doing the things that God called you to do, that is a blessing. And we have gifted people all around the world and God don't want to take your gift away. But what good is it to have all these things and God is not in it? We need God to be in our life. We need him to be the head of our life because we need to make sure that we're walking upright before the Lord. And these scriptures are going to help you understand and maintain your place with God. Not only just um, is it going to help you learn it, but for those who know it, you're going to continue to walk in it. And if you're not walking in it, you learn how to get in it as soon as possible. Because you don't want the day to come when God comes for you. And it's time for you to depart from the earth. And you're just like, oh, no, I'm lost. Because you were so into the world and not into the Lord. So it's not to take anything away from you. It's just to make sure that you are living with God in your heart. That means if God is in your heart completely and wholeheartedly, you are going to follow him and you're not going to let anything get in the way. You're going to bring all your supplications to him first, all your matters to him first. You're going to pray over everything first and ask God to direct you, ask God to help you, ask God to lead you, ask God to touch everyone who has to deal with your business, touch every hand in honesty. You're going to do those type of things that type of way. But when you don't have God with you, you're just going to be doing things under your own leadership on your own guidance, and that is not going to last you a lifetime. It's only temporarily. What looks like it's a long stretch, it's going to eventually crash. Understand that, because the word said without God, we cannot do things. Those things that are happening in your life, because God loves you so much, he will even bless us, even when we don't deserve it. So, let's next go to Matthew chapter, I mean, 6. Yeah, we are already in 6. So let's go to verse 24. And it says, No man can serve two masters, for either he will hate the one and love the other, or else he will hold to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammon. You cannot be living a life for Christ and living for God and doing the worldly things. You cannot be in the bars of our live for Christ and be drinking and drugging and smoking and having those things going on. You gotta decide either I'm gonna follow the worldly lifestyle or I'm gonna follow and have a godly lifestyle. But it can't be two. There's a master of the world and a master of over all the world. And God is the best master. He is Lord. So we can't serve both. You gotta hate the sin that is against God or you gotta hate God and love the sin but it can't be both so it's your choice my sisters and brothers in Christ so next let's go to um, Matthew chapter 22 verse 37 so these are just some brief in scriptures what they're briefing you on and how you can get in a place that you can make the right decision if you haven't made those decisions because sometimes we think because, oh, we love God, but we think that loving God is just saying it with no actions. 
our lifestyle to show that we truly were living for God. So that we were living with God in our vessels. So Matthew 22. Okay. Matthew 22. I almost got it. Okay. Verse 37. Matthew 22, verse 37. There's a lot of scriptures. <laughs> so you got to be able to see them, what you're looking for, because there's some red writing in this and some black writing in this. So I said, verse 37, it says, Jesus said unto him, Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart and with all thy soul and with all thy mind. God is not saying just you love him all and you don't think about other things in life. But you don't have to be living a life without God to have fun. You can be a Christian, a God-given soul, a God-given heart. And God will make sure that you're having good fun, great fun, safe fun. It won't be the fun that will take you and lead you down to destruction. We still have fun in this walking journey with Christ. When you begin to follow the Lord, you begin to see the difference. When you allow yourself to love God with all your heart, he can't love you. You can't love him with a partial heart. It has to give, be given to God all the way because then you are truly living with God. You'll never live without him. But trying to give God a partial heart, love him the way you feel like you can love him, the way you want to love him. No, you got to love the Lord the way he's deserved. And we're not even worthy, but he makes us feel worthy. He makes us feel so special. That's why it's so important that he is showing us today that we receive this lesson in today as any other lesson he gives us because he wants us to understand how important it is to live with him. So that is a choice. And so we're going to go through 1 John chapter 1 verse 9. Okay, found it. I think, wait. 1 John chapter 1. Um, okay, let me get first to 1 John chapter 1. And we're going to go to verse 9. I almost got it. How are you guys feeling? I know you guys are feeling great and blessed with this amazing lesson that the Lord is blessing us to have together as a family, as a whole, to teach us how to really grow as an individual. This is a place that the Lord reminds us that there's no judging. We're not here to judge one another, but we're here to continue to feel his very essence and presence, his pure love that he has genuinely for us. So if you haven't been reminded, God has just reminded us of his pure love and he's here because he loves us and he wants us to be with him in eternal. So he's preparing us now for something greater ahead that we don't even see. We can't see eternal from here. We only are going to see it if we are right here before we depart here. We're only going to see it when we leave this world. If you're right here, dependent on our choice. Amen. Okay. So the Lord wanted to thank you, Father, for just reminding us of that. We surely needed that. Okay. John chapter 1, verse 9 says, That was the true light, which lighteth every man that cometh into the world. Amen. So what did that mean? Although Christ created the world, the people he created didn't recognize him. Even people chosen by God to prepare the rest of the world for the Messiah rejected him. Although the entire Old Testament pointed to his coming. So we know all who welcome Jesus Christ as Lord of their lives are reborn spiritually receiving new life from God. Through faith in Christ, the new birth changes us from the inside out. Rearranging our attitudes, um, desires, and motives. Being born makes you physically alive and places you in your parents' family. Being reborn makes you spiritually alive and puts you in God's family. Have you asked Christ to make you a new person? This fresh start in life is available to all 
whom believe in Christ. You heard what the Lord just said. You'll be reborn. You'll still physically be alive. And your desire is just rearranging your attitudes, your desires, and your motives to be in the God's family. Amen. Who would not want that? I love being a part of the God's family. Being in God's family, being a part of such a deep, loving family that the Christ family, the Lord has ordained for us to have as a family. Like when we come together now, we just feel pure love. Your spirit changes when you come here. You feel revived. You feel uplifted. You feel hopeful. You feel encouragement. I do because the Lord, he blesses us with his word and that word. It brings life inside of us. It brings hope. It gives us spiritual energy, spiritual salvation, and everything that it has in it. It's like the best medicine ever. Right? Amen. So let's go to Exodus um, chapter 20, verse 3. Exodus. Where is that again? Okay. Give me a second to find that one. Oh, it's in the beginning. I'm way in the back. Yeah, so we're going to go to Exodus, chapter 20, verse 3. Okay, Exodus, chapter 20, verse 3. Okay, and then I'm going to leave you guys with um, Exodus, chapter 20, verse 3. Yeah, if you guys have questions or anything, and you um, want to message me, you can ask questions, I'll take it to the Lord, and he'll give me the right way to break it down and explain it to you. So please don't hesitate. If you leave me a message, no one else will see it. So you don't have to think if you leave it, everyone's going to listen to it. No, it is strictly between God, me, and you. So God will understand what you're asking, and he will give me the right way to give to you, and he will have me to search it high and low through him. In the name of Jesus, so you can be encouraged the right the right way. Okay, Exodus 20, chapter verse 3 says, Thou shalt have no other gods before me. That means if you are putting things before God, those are considered gods. That means God said nothing comes before me. That means you put me first, everything else will follow behind me. That is right for your life. He will make sure that everything is perfect. He will set things up the right way, the right people. So you got to understand God is a jealous God. He don't want you to put other things before him. He wants those things to come secondary to him. He is the first and the most important thing. So I thank God that he has given us these particular scriptures. We didn't get to go through all of them, but we, we got the chance to go through some of them together. And so I thank the Lord for blessing us with those scriptures today. And I'm going to give you some other scriptures that um, you can look into, actually. Um, these were scriptures when we say that we're living our life for God. These were some of the scriptures that can back you up. And if you are living your life for God, then guess what, my sisters and brothers in Christ? You are absolutely right. If you are following these words that God has given us and you're doing that and you're living that way, you're definitely living your life for God. And you're definitely showing the true meaning of what it means to live life for Christ. To live in the body of Christ. And it, and the other scriptures, if you're not certain, remember, you go back to episode 69. And I'm going to give you some follow-up scriptures. Then you can go through these scriptures. And it talks about um, how you can live. It shows you through the word. God will take you through the word to show you how you can live a godly life and how do we live a godly life and these scriptures will help you along the way so let me give them to you right now um first peter chapter 2 verse 2 and 11 romans chapter 12 verse 1 to 2 galatians chapter 5 verse 16 and 22 1 Timothy chapter 4 verse 7 2 Timothy chapter 3 verse 16 2 Corinthians chapter 5 verse 17 Ephesians chapter 4 verse 1 
John chapter 14, verse 6. Hebrews chapter 13, verse 5. Psalms chapter 119, verse 105. And Romans chapter 6, verse 23. 1 John chapter 2, verse 6, verse 15 to 16. Amen. So those are some of the scriptures that you can actually go through. And for those who are going to get their Bible today, You can begin right there, my sisters and brothers. This is a perfect way to begin. And God has spoken to us truly about knowing when we be reborn again, what this means for us. He has just mentioned it as well. It means that we will be physically alive, but our attitudes and our mindsets will change to the way we are to live in Christ. It doesn't mean we won't get tempted. It doesn't mean we won't make mistakes. It just means that our way of living, just like when you follow the gang, you want to do everything to follow and be a gangster, right? I had to throw that in because that is so true. It try to fit in, but with the Lord, you don't have to try. You can just come and be free to live in Christ. You don't have to try to fit into Christ. God accepts you the way you are. Come, in, come to him just the way you are, my sisters and brothers in Christ. So as we're about to close out, I must say, it has been such a joy And I had such a wonderful, amazing time because the Lord is always doing it again and again, isn't he? Over and over and every time it's never the same way. And he has blessed us to come together. And even though I haven't been up here in like a whole week, but the blessing of it all is that I'm still here within this month. Isn't it good? It's a new beginning of March and here it is. We're still here. It's going on a year that the Lord has led me to do this podcast in the name of Jesus. And I get more and more excited by the day about it. And I just thank God for every time he sends me here with you guys listening and new listeners coming in every time. And it's a blessing and it's a joy that it increases so beautifully how the Lord is constantly increasing it to the point now is 1.1K listeners who have listened to the podcast up here. So the Lord has been reaching many of souls, and I just am blessed to be a part of this family here. And remember, this was a place, this is a place, not was, but this is a place that you will be delivered, redeemed, and set free. However and whatever you need from God, you can get it in this place. Don't forget that. Always remember that. Some of your lives has come up here and has turned around. Some people had got saved up here. Some people found redemption up here. So many people came here and no longer want to kill themselves. So some people came here and got healed and comfort and what they needed to go in Christ. So remember, this is a place that the Lord said, let your voice be heard. And so we're going to close out my sisters and brothers in Christ. And I just wanted to say that. But remember, we never close them out from the Lord. So we're just here to always give him honor, glory, and praise because he is worthy to be praised at all times. And I'm looking forward to the one-year anniversary that the Lord has made this podcast for us to come together. The very start of it started May 9th, no, March 9th, 2020. And here it is, 2021. So it's coming up. So please make sure you join in for that episode No, join in for every episode, please. But yes, I'm going to make sure that I and you as well is going to be prepared to represent the Lord in such an honoring way. Because of this place, it has been an outreach for us all. Because of this place, it's been motivating our lives. This place was a place that God used to help get us saved in Him. So we're going to just go in prayer, my sisters and brothers in Christ. And I just thank God for every prayer that went up, every special prayer. Your request has not been unanswered. God has heard your cries, my sisters and brothers in Christ. God bless you. Do it all. You are strong. You are going to get through this. This too will pass in your life. You will just need the time to heal. And God's going to be right there by your side. He will never forsake you or leave you. You can depend solely on Christ for your healing. For your strength, remember you cannot handle it by yourself. Let God do everything he needs to do and receive it in Jesus' name. Embrace 
the love and support that he provides for you and don't push it away because you're hurting or you're angry. Let people in that God sent for you to help you become a better you, to help you get through the past, to help you get over some things that you need to get over. It's just time, my sisters and brothers in Christ. No more procrastinating. God said you have done that enough. And so you got to make sure that you allow yourself to live with God now. Allow yourself to live with God. And that's what it's about. Are you living with God or without God? And I pray by time in Jesus' name that you have finished listening to this episode. You have made the right decision. You have made the right decision, my sisters and brothers in Christ. Which you are so sweet. Thank you for being such a blessing in Jesus' name. So let that continue to encourage you through your day. Give you some inspiration in your heart. Heavenly Father, we thank you in Jesus' name for your word that has revived and uplifted us today. We thank you, O God, for ordering our steps in the name of Jesus. I thank you, Lord, for helping us to evaluate ourselves to see if we are living with you or without you, God. I pray that every soul in Jesus' name has made the choice to live with you, God. I have already, God. I am living with you, Lord. And I thank you that I am living my life to you, God. That everything I do, it goes to you, Father God. That it can't go wrong in the name of Jesus, Lord. Help those who are in need of help right now. Help them to find a way, oh God. Lord, each and every day we need your help. Because of you, Lord, you keep us on the right track. Because of you, God, we have life in you. Because of who you are, God, you've wonderfully and specially made us in the name of Jesus with a praying heart, oh God. So, Father God, as we go through this day, continue, Father God, to work our problems out. Continue, oh God, to console us, Father God, as we need it. Continue, oh God, to help us through our pains, oh God. Continue, Father God, to give us hope, oh God. Continue to encourage us through the word, Lord. And I thank you in the name of Jesus. Continue to keep our minds, oh God. So I thank you for the power of your grace, oh God. And I thank you, Lord, for filling us up with your spirit today. Continue to walk with us in Jesus' merciful name. Amen, 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 hallelujah. To God be the glory for that prayer. So I thank you, my sisters and brothers in Christ, for just taking the time out to pray for me as you always do. And I solely appreciate it so much. I want you to have a blessed and prosperous day. Again, this has been your sister Heavenly, and I have been inspired to continue to walk in the body of Christ. Do you all? We are a family. Don't forget that we are a whole in Christ. Continue to have a blessed and prosperous, peaceful day to the Lord. And don't forget to spend time with the Lord in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you all.